Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Today on the podcast, I am talking all about how we can manage and reduce behaviours during recess or outdoor play. This is actually one of the most popular questions that I get when I'm talking about behaviours because people seem to find that a lot of our students will really display these challenging behaviours during outdoor play. So I figured that I would put together this podcast episode with some of the tips that I usually give in response just so that more people may benefit from this as well. So first of all, I'm going to start with staff. It's always great to be able to have staff who know your students outside with them. But are they being used effectively? And by this, I mean, when you look outside, are your staff actively engaged in looking after your students, ensuring that there's no challenging behaviours and really being the best that they can out there? Or are they walking around, not really paying attention, standing around maybe they're using this time to talk and catch up with other members of staff and this is one of the most important steps because you need to make sure you are being intentional with your staff and this can be done in a number of ways first of all put together a staff rota so you know which members of staff are going to be outside for play every day There's nothing worse than being a member of staff and all of a sudden, two minutes before playtime, you find you're going to be outside. So you're going to want to have a plan in place. Then you're going to want to have staff zoning plans. So you're going to want members of staff in every area of your recess or playground and then staff know where they need to be and you know that all your students can effectively be seen and monitored. You're also going to want to identify which areas have the most behaviours and why. So maybe you have a slide or a set of swings and your students argue over taking turns. Place a member of staff here to watch over this area and encourage positive behaviours. Use staff to avoid boredom. A lot of our students may not want to play with their peers or may not know how to. They may not know what to do on the playground. They may not know what to do during their recess. Encourage your staff in their zones and if it's safe to interact with students. Involve them. Help keep them busy and occupied during this time. Boredom just... Boredom breeds challenging behaviours because... The students, they don't have anything else to do, so they're going to want to find something to do. And this doesn't always mean that it's going to be the right thing. There are a lot of reasons why your students may feel bored when they're outside for recess. And I think the issue is everyone always sort of assumes that with our students outside, they're instantly going to be happy because everyone loves playing outside. But there's a few reasons why they may be bored. This could be maybe they don't have anyone to play with or they don't know how to play. Maybe they don't like to be outside. Maybe it's the weather and maybe it's too hot, maybe it's too cold, too dark, too sunny. They may not know how to use the equipment that's outside and maybe they're just not sure what they can or can't do. 
This is where it's important for us to make sure we're giving our students as many opportunities as possible to avoid them getting bored. So if our students are bored, they are more likely to display challenging behaviours. Some things you can do to help alleviate boredom are taking games outside for students to play. Use social stories to discuss how to play with others and take it in turns. Spend time with students, helping them understand how to use the different equipment that's available to them outside. Also, look at the space. What is the space like that they have access to during recess? Is it too small for all the classes to be out at the same time? Could you move your recess forward or back 20 minutes so that fewer students are outside? Or is the space just simply too big and you can't keep track of everyone? This is where another benefit of having staff zones set up. Also, look at the activities that you are providing during recess. Sure, a lot of kids will be able to go outside and just run around and have a lot of fun. But for some, they're going to want to have activities that they can have access to. And there are so many fun activities you can quickly, easily set up outside. You can put a staff member in charge of putting these out at the start and then away at the end. Or get your students involved in helping as well. Include it in your classroom jobs. So some ideas of activities that you can use are things like jumbo bowling, chalks. Chalk is probably one of the best tools you can use outside. They can play tic-tac-toe, they can draw, they can write, they can play hangman, they can draw around their bodies. There are so many endless opportunities just with a piece of chalk. You can also have a large tic-tac-toe, a jumbo jenga, you can have movement prompts on the floor, handprints, footprints, you can do hopscotch, ring toss, even things like taking balls outside to play football, to play tennis, and also mix it up as well. So I've been to a lot of schools where the PE equipment, they'll pull out in PE and that's it. And they pull out, you know, maybe the hockey sticks three times a year. And then they're confused when the students don't know how to use them. You can mix these up and take them outside now and again. Once a week have hockey outside where they can start to learn how to use the stick and how to manoeuvre around and how to play it. You can also do things like beanbag toss, take out bubbles and water balloons. Even a beach ball is a lot of fun outside, especially in the summer. You can take the parachute and there are so many games you can do with a parachute. Also, human ring toss. So we did human ring toss for the first time last year. It was the most fun we have ever had. So... <laughs> We used inflatable rubber rings like you would use for swimming and we had two teams and each team had, I think they had maybe six or seven um, rubber rings and one person had to stand opposite them and then all the other team members stood, you know, a few feet back. You're going to want to differentiate depending on your students, their age, their ability, things like that. And then the team have to throw the rubber rings onto the person in front of them. And the first team to put all those rings on wins or at the end of maybe, you know, a minute or 90 seconds, however long you want to do, whichever team has the most rubber rings on their human, they are the winners. So that was a huge amount of fun. And you can pick up rubber rings so cheap as well. It doesn't have to be expensive. 
You can also make your own giant dominoes. This is great because it's going to get students working on a range of skills in your classroom. So you could still you could buy wooden blocks ready or if your students have, you know, design technology, they can go in and start designing dominoes, cutting them out of wood and things. But for us, it was easier just to buy some little slabs of wood ready on eBay. Then you can paint them in your craft sessions. Then in your math sessions, you're going to want to start putting the dots on them. Then, you know, how many dots are on this one? How many dots are on that one? How many more dots do they need to make six? Can you find the matching dots? Then once they're all sealed and varnished, you can take them outside and use them as giant dominoes. So instantly, that activity that you're using outside to stop your students being bored in recess has provided a huge amount of learning opportunities in your classroom. And even just things like skipping ropes. We love skipping ropes and they can be used for so many different things. There's hula hoops, streamers, so many things. Don't forget to look in the bargain sections of stores and look at summer toys that they have out right now and use those as well. So those are just some really quick ideas that I sort of been able to come up with off the top of my head for you to try out with your students. And that's not including equipment that you may already have in your outdoor area. I hope you found this podcast episode all about managing and reducing behaviours during recess helpful today. I am loving hearing from you all about what podcast episodes you want me to do next. If there's something in mind that you have, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And if you have a spare few moments today, I would love for you to leave a review on this podcast and let me know how you find my episodes. Head over to the show notes as well to sign up for your three-day free trial of our VIP membership and get access to hundreds of resources, templates, crafts and more for free. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.